Blog Talk Radio. All right, it's another night of poetry and music with your truly be poetess. You're inside with the ACL aftermath of the B-Day Bears. I had a ball. Details will follow, but for right now, I'm going to play some music, get my thoughts together, and I'm going to lay it all out for you guys in fine details. But I did have a ball. All right, so we're going to open up with Tony Braxton, breathe again.
thinking about traveling and have never been to the ATL, get over there and check it out. Um, I will be um, throughout the show, you know, just letting y'all know what I did and giving y'all the inside and the outside of the do's and don'ts when you go down to the party because, yeah, it's still no joking game with the police down there thing because they will lock your butt up if you come down there acting like a fool. <laughs> All right, for poetry, we have, we're going to do Amina, and this one will be titled How to Fly. We learn to spread wings. We engulf thin air into weak lungs. We learn to fly, even if we must fly alone. We leave comfort zones because they tame us, change us, make us accept the unacceptable because it's understandable to want to stay with flocks, with birds of feather. We'd rather walk and crawl together than soar alone. But a time comes in every beating heart's life where you must leave home, where you must forsake father and mother and comfortable nest and tree and grand expectations, where you must forsake what the world thought you should be, where you must leave the beaten path and cleave to these forks in the road, these roads less traveled. And there are many flights not taken. Wings weighed down with excess baggage. And life is a trip, but you can only carry so much baggage. Anything that exceeds the weight and height, you either leave it behind or you prepare to pay the price. Because when you're pursuing dreams, you need to keep your carry-ons lean. You never leave dreams unattended. You never carry dreams given to you by someone else. You figure out which things you got to check and protect and which dreams you hold close to you. You let go of everything that was sold to you as true. Too much hurt affects your wingspan changes the game plan. See, flying ain't about proving to someone who is struggling to be somebody that you're going to be somebody too. Flying is about taking what you got, being who you are, and doing what you do. And oh yes, it gets lonely, and your arms are going to get tired, and your soul is going to get weary, but it's flying that helps you to see beyond the two feet in front of you. Because when you've seen clouds and rain and beating sun and piercing blue, you know there's more than waking up and drudging through the day just to get home and sleep to do it again the next day. You know there's more to you than this, and you can't make up for the life you've missed. You can't let regret and hard knocks age you and jade you until you no longer believe in making believe. See, making believe is mixing faith and trust with a few unanswered questions and waiting prayers. It means going on. Even when you can't see what's going on, it's taking tough and difficult and pushing up with so many sets and reps until they make you stronger. It is not for punks, not for cowards, not for innocent bystanders. It is for the weak, the hopeful, the discounted, for the few who can't quiet the dreams beating in their chest, for the brave who harness fear like sails hold wind. Let it propel them into things to come. This just may be your time to fly. Do not miss your flight.
Friday, bringing in Kiss Life. The ATL aftermath with the poetess tonight. Just to sell all nice and me, guys. I am going to let you know what I was getting into down in the dirty, dirty south over the weekend. All right, so um, I told you about the hotel. So downtown Atlanta, like the hottest spot. And a good friend told me that it's like a baby New York. And I can vouch for that. Then though I have been in to the deepest, deepest parts of New York as well. The Atlanta is definitely changing and they are getting into that big business type world where all the jobs will probably be, um, if you're living down there. The highways are huge. I mean like seven six, seven lanes out there. They got the HLE thing going on, big old skyline buildings, they are huge. But one thing that interested, uh, interested me most was the hotel that they have right in the heart of downtown Atlanta. This hotel, guys, sits about 700 feet in the sky. I mean, this sucker is huge. I cannot imagine booking a room at that hotel on the highest floor. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine that. <clears throat> but that building, I mean, I really could not believe it stood that day on tall. Amazing. Check it out. It's, um, you can actually Google the tallest hotel in America because that one does rank the tallest. Um, as far as poetry is concerned, back to the poetry, we have Eric Moore, and this one is Goodbye, Lie, Lullaby. I'll be back. Those are the last words you heard. I'll be back. Those are the words that you hear as you fight back the tears, wondering what did I do wrong? Where did life go wrong? Yo, why wasn't my father strong? I'll be back. Those are the words that jumpstart your dreams, the prelude to your mother's kiss goodnight. All you want, all you have is that one wish for your father to come back. Minutes turn to hours. Hours turn to days. Days become occupied with wayward fatherless strays with volatile waves who pack chrome 380s and puff on that purple haze, yo. Pass that spike lead joint and fuck them school days. My father ain't coming back. So now you're forced to learn how to become a man from cats like Joey Crack, Scarface, Nino Brown, and Frank White reshape your life. But God is talking to that innocent little boy that's lost deep within you, begging for you to remake your life. He says, son... Son, I never left you. There's still time for you to retake your life. Son, I want you back. But your loss in the rhapsody made up by money and crack. The love that you have for your maternal father is dulled by adolescent sex, weed, and cognac. Your every day is a struggle. Survival is your mindset. And that thing called street life is based on compact. Those thoughts about your pops that stress you every day, shit. You ain't got time for that. Baby, this is do or die. And life on the streets has taught you that big boys don't cry. And life since the age of four has taught you that men who can't handle responsibilities tell their kids goodbye lies. And at the age of 16, you no longer think about the how comes or why's. Yo, the truth of the matter is this. Your father wasn't ready to have kids. I mean, how can a child raise a child to be a man when he doesn't know what a man is? Yeah, I know life is hard, and I can only imagine what you had to go through. But Pop, just like a test, damn it, I crammed to understand you. And just like you hurt me, motherfucker, I want you to hurt too. I can't stand to look in the mirror, because my mother says that I look just like you. 
and I'm scared to death to have a child because I'm afraid of what I just might do. Will it be the beginning of a new life? What a life in times of Eric Moore Part 2. Yo, don't get it twisted. I don't hate you. I mean, how can you hate someone you never really knew? So allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Eric Moore. I am your conscience. I am your son. I am the one that you forgot. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. I'm hoping that this ain't too hard to believe. Cause baby, you're the only one for me I know it get hard when I'm moving in and out of state But I promised my heart for you I would say
<laughs> hey, what's up, fam? It's your man, One Love. When I'm not thumping on Thursdays, you know I'm bumping with my girl, The Poetess, the original Poetry After Dark. You heard me. Get right. Tuesday and Friday night, 11 p. E-S-T. Only on blogtalkradio.com slash The Poetess. You're the greatest. Indeed, and you guys are in tune with the ATL Aftermath with the Poetess Tell All Night. And as I was saying before, I was talking about the hotels and, oof, one of the tallest hotels in America. But um, feeling, I was feeling pretty good in ATL. Like I said, they treat you really nice down there. And not to mention, it was just so many things to do. I could not like do everything I wanted to do. I had to put some things to the side. And <clears throat> we have the the baddest DJ in the land in the chat room, DJ D C D who um also joined me um and celebrate my thirtieth birthday which I so gladly appreciate. She was a lot of fun and she was definitely just as crazy as she is on air, she is in person. <laughs> Alright, so um let me talk about the um Oh, my God, the club. Oh, my goodness. We went to the club, and this club was called The Ritz. This bad boy was far, you know, but it was a nice club. The music I could have done better with, but the club itself was really nice. Um, the girls there, they, they need to do a little little something with their gear. they just not with the program. I mean, some of them was looking like a hot mess. The guys looked pretty good, but the girls was like, hmm. And I found out a little secret about the so-called Georgia Peaches. <laughs> and, guys, I don't know if you don't know yet, but I am going to spill the veins on that one indeed because you guys need to know what them girls are doing down there with them Georgia Peaches. All right? Um, but we, I'm going to tell you that when I come back um, from the break. We're going to go ahead and play uh, a poetry piece. This is Heather Christian with the song on it. I came, bursting out of you. The innocence of youth was the instrument you used to play rhythms, melodies, and break beats on and inside her. Your spirits were happy and high as I came, bursting out of you. You reached down into the clay and began to form and fashion her red bones into the woman that you wanted her to become well before her time as she so naively depended and trusted in you. You raped her soul as you stole her last seconds of innocence like you were a thief. Your bodies were warm and wet as I came, bursting out of you. You began to massage and caress those red bones until you finally convinced her to open up those thigh bones to receive you. And that she did. It was June 13th. 1975, a star is born out of a black hole to be teased and ridiculed all because of the color of her skin. You were never there to pick me up when I fell, was never given butterfly kisses or even told that I was beautiful. So because of the lack of headship in my life, I began to develop a low self-image of myself because you never explained to me the worth of myself. This world does not revolve around you. 
staring at my reflection in the mirror reminds me that I came bursting out of you. You're not even worthy of the title of father or daddy, so I choose to call you sperm donor. You rob me of my heritage and my lineage. You're so stuck on stupid. You don't even realize that when you hurt, I hurt. When you cry, I cry. If you cut me, I bleed your blood. Sperm donor. I found some pictures of you and I the other day. You were holding me on the Paisley couch at Big Mama's house. I couldn't have been any more than three days old. And you were staring at me as if I was the greatest accomplishment of your life. I would give my very life to have you look at me that way again. Some time has passed on and I'm a little bit older now. And only through the love of God I realized that without you, there could be no me. So with all the compassion and forgiveness I can possibly hold in my heart right now, I can truly say that I thank God that I came, even if it was bursting out of
is a a, a very 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 cool, chillax person. You know what I'm saying? Funny as hell as she is on the shizzle. You know what I'm saying? And she a cool mofo to get up to get down with it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we had a ball down in ATL from the Waffle House to the horses <laughs> to the pictures she deleted. <laughs> oh, my goodness. To the video she deleted. <laughs> oh, I had so much video of everything we did, mad pictures and, like, a couple of drinks of the Remy and delete, delete, they went. And I'm sorry. I mean, Everything I can say- just got deleted. And you wouldn't even know she was there if it wasn't for, for her talking about it because she deleted everything. But, you know what I'm saying, we was up in the club and uh, we was having a ball up in there and because uh, we some old school heads and when you're in the South, you listen to a lot of Southern music and it was giving me a headache um, <laughs> to the point where, you know what I'm saying, I had to just really tune it out, and they only played Miss Midwest and, you know, Northern music for like five seconds, you know what I'm saying, till they went back to the, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and uh, <laughs> we had a ball, though, it was, it was, it was, it was a great time, it was, it was smooth, you know what I'm saying, we got our continental breakfast, I dropped my plate, and, uh, <laughs> Uh, we had a ball, dog. I mean, I mean, in reality, I wish we could have went on air live from Atlanta, but I think that just would have been too much for people on Blog Talk because I think we really would have been raw and uncut <laughs> to the raw, point where if we were so we was gonna be so raw that you probably would have to go to the clinic after you heard the show. <laughs> so I'm kind. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, I mean, I had a ball. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, I hope you had a ball celebrating your 30th birthday. 30th is you old as fuck. You old. Just want to let you know that. I got a secret, though. I got it, too. As I said before break, the secret about the Georgia Peaches, guys, okay? Y'all say they got some big old badonka donks. But they ran butt pads, man. I don't hold it. Okay. And if you want to have a donker donk, show you a real donker donk. Don't be throwing on no butt pads trying to make your booty magnificent, and it ain't. <laughs> That's booty. the secret. They got them booty pads. They had them on the commercial and shit. They had them booty pads, dog. It was all lopsided and shit. You didn't even want to grab them. Right. And that's real, man. Yo, man, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back. This is the poetry, the ACL Aftermath with DJ DZD. And we about to play Ansi Bros. This is the Secret Life.
Yeah, I mean, it was cool, but, you know, the next time I'm definitely going to have to, you know. Great, I'll open mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did. <laughs> more. If I had the video, to, I'm kind of glad I didn't keep that video. Yeah, yeah some of the videos, I'm glad happy to leave it because you really tore up my game. <laughs> You tried to ruin my game plan, Doug. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 I've had a lot of videos that could have really incriminated some people, but. Incriminated yeah. ain't the word. <laughs> but, um, yo, April is representing National um, Poetry Month, so I'm going to try to really bring it to y'all real strong and big for that month, and we're going to try to have at least two feature poets. Um, that month as well. I'm about to be featured. You would like to be featured, you said? No, I said I'm about to be <laughs> I'm about to be featured. You about to be featured? Yeah. I'm uh-huh. about to be featured. No, I'm just saying I would like to be featured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, DZ is on a whole nother planet right now. <laughs> We're going to keep you know. We're going to keep her here. Now, um, I like to be featured, though. I can't be featured. I ain't getting enough to be featured. We, we could talk about that. A chair is still a chair. I mean, what's up, dog? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you off the head. No, for real. I'm going to talk to you about that if you're serious. Yeah, but y'all, um, no, definitely let me know about that. Yeah, but this won't require for you to record some tracks if, you, if you're able to do that. I gotta re I gotta I got like three, four, five of them already recorded. I gotta record some more. I already have. I want new ones. Why can't I just spit them on on this fresh and clean? Why I gotta record them? Because I would like to have them that way. Because the host asked for that. Why you gotta be difficult? <laughs> I'll just say she's she's giving me a hard time. I'm not giving you a hard time. I give you promos and intros. Why do I have to record poetry? I could just spit it. Um, maybe because you said out of your own mouth, we're gonna be having a book coming from you, and I know with a book you're gonna drop something on the CD. Yeah, so I guess I mean, for those who can't read. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Anyway, we record poetry so people can get a live performance or, or a performance on your point of view because you can read anything and not get the same meaning as this actually written for so it's always good yeah, for those who can't read so, yeah, anyway <laughs> whatever alright okay we're going to step back into the more so don't find it. no no <laughs> we're going to um, hey let me find my track here mm-hmm. this dude is be quiet this dude is named Shaheen Jamal and this is titled Pain Drops <laughs> Amidst the storms, out of dark clouds come pain drops. Yeah. I can't see him coming down my eyes, but if Sean Carter can make a song cry, I'll make this poem mourn. Not sorrow over death, but tears shed every time a new soul is born and to send forms from dust. See, in the beginning, he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. 
A vicious cycle in which only the blood of the lamb will ultimately protect But this is for those who feel as if they've been left all alone Those who, like me, have to play Stephen enduring the ubiquitous casting of stones Yet, when we look up, we don't see the Son of Man standing at the Father's right hand And don't think I'm getting pessimistic now But when suburbia meets the ghetto, this is how the tears sound once voted best looking at IC Norcom High School is now an attitude. Sleep the facial cheeks pressed close to the ground. Beef is New Orleans circa 2005 on into 2006. Michael Brown, Ray Nagin, George W. Bush, Kathleen Blackwell, and Vice President Dick all in the mixed emotions enclosed within a dome filled with terror and poverty. Those in need of significant health care being attended to improperly, making it hard to see God's sovereignty during this no world order. Oh, New Orleans, we dance with you. We knew all about your lasciviousness and voodoo practices that we took a chance with you. And though it looks bad, know that Jehovah has his hand on you. See, it is written, warn to him that is alone when he falls because he has no one to help him up. So he kneeled down saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup, I can't. I can't see him coming down my eyes. But the cries of little boys being molested by men still exist. Being touched improperly until they emit a painful white liquid, having no idea what's going on with their bodies. And that thought is enough to leave holes in my heart like a direct pellet blast from a sawed-off shoddy. See, the other boys in the hood gain a fascination with guns. And I know because I was one who watched my old heads make gaining illegal funds look fun. And sure, my father took me to see men like Dr. Ben, but I gained more satisfaction. And knowing that if I watched daddy close enough, I learned the smoothest way to make a hand-to-hand transaction. And if he wasn't a rolling stone, Papa rolled with cats who sold stones. And I don't know if it was the feds or rival dealers, but... Papa's role as a man of the house could no longer be fulfilled in his own home because he had to slide to upstate PA. So I thank God in advance for the salvation of a man who once sold more weight than a fitness category on eBay. Yet we stay away from showing each other affection and I can't. I can't see him coming down my eyes. So I gotta make this poem cry freedom. Ooh, that's liberation twice. We need to fight for our rights to live a fruitful life. So if you see my fist up, it's to combat depression and risk cuts. And it's not that I forgot about our ancestors and the Europeans that whipped us, but in a nation as such, we can't afford to look at any man and refuse to lift up. You see, isolation is not God, it's us, which goes back to the lust that is conceived and eventually leads to death. So finding rest within strife rests upon realizing that life is paid for and brought to you by the following, Jesus Christ. And though you fell more than twice, the tears don't have to come from your eyes, so don't mourn. See, God knows we're naughty by nature, and once again, it's on. The pain drops. Friday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the best in internet radio. So join my fam, DAP, DAP, for some of the hottest spoken word artists and poets on the planet with that special blend of music to soothe the 
you after a long, hard day. Again, that's Tuesdays and Fridays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. for the Angelic Poetess Artist Showcase. I will see you there. Girl, listen. When I be sitting at home all by myself now, I be saying, damn, I had a good girl, you know. You don't even realize how hard it is to find somebody like you till they gone, you know what I mean? If you'll let me just come back in your life, I'll never do it again, I promise. Down at the studio trying to lay tracks, girl at home all over my back. Every time I say that's what I'm doing, she just think it's an excuse. Cause I'm out trying to get some new snacks. Now I realize that I don't work too hard. To keep her in my life, I done came too far. For me to turn around, girl, ain't none of that going down, girl. So believe me when I say. I've been wrong, but I'm trying to be right. Girl, I promise, promise. Monday nights at the Gentleman's Club. It's all about you. Believe I really meant it when I said I left that. Yeah. She messing the streets and I'm not about that. Yeah, yeah that I'ma be there. Ain't no maybe you oh. gon' see that I'ma be there. Whenever, just cause you're my lady, I'ma show you just what you deserve. Tell you you ain't waiting no more for your turn. Yeah, you want a rider. And I can be that ain't much more like a provider. And I want you to know I love you. Rock on. Come on. Come on. 
Jagged Edge with I Promise Remix. Doing the damn thing. This is the ACL aftermath of the poets' tell all night. Um, we have about 54 minutes left in the show. And just to wrap things up, I did have a um, a lovely time, and I really, really have to go back down there and finish up what I when I started, because I, like I said, I did not really get to do everything I wanted to do, but I did do majority of the things I wanted to do. And the time was just lying. Like every time I turned around, it was like another five hours was gone, and I barely slept because the ride. Woo! I was just so happy of going down there. The ride itself took all my energy, and I still wouldn't go to sleep because I didn't want to miss nothing. You know how that goes. All right, so throwing on some more poetry for y'all. We have days of intentation. Tempestuous thoughts of your silken image clouds my mental every second of every day. Constantly desiring to draw closer to your essence, wanting the taste of your nectar to flow in my system to run throughout my veins. Now as you sit across from me, I uncontrollably glance your way every few seconds, knowing that you know that I want our eyes to meet. You oblige in this. Is how our day has begun. Now I know you can see the struggle within my face 
but it seems you enjoy my fight. Because you wish to gain control of my will, have my worship for you clearly in front of your sight. But spiritual eyesight has now endowed me with spiritual insight. To notice your once enchanting smile was subliminally demonic. For I am finally seeing you as you are, an agent of the enemy. Your aim? To seek and destroy. Using tempting words to identify me as your love toy. Oh, you'll ease my mind, help me unwind from any worries I have. I will be free. <laughs> Baby, the words sound good, but the problem with this contract is the fine print read that my full satisfaction was not guaranteed. And I wonder in which part would your promises lack? Probably in all, so I'd rather decline and accept heaven's high and watch my step to prevent my fall. At one point, I was sure that within you I would have more, but the blessings of living within my life proved that it wasn't worth dying for. Lead you to the fire.
Baker, Lead Me to Love. A classic. Uh, it's just all her music is the best to me. Uh, we have about 43 minutes left, and so this is the ACL Aftermath Report to Tell All Night. And if you did not get it all, you're going to have to check the archives. Now, Friday, I have not done a Friday show in about three weeks, so, like, goodness, I missed my time slot there. But I'm coming back on Friday with the original Poetry After Dark. What I'll be going to be doing that night will be, of course, new tracks of poetry, and we're going to do a battle of the old school. <laughs> yes, the battle of the old school. I'm going to have two artists with we'll back on the night tonight, and we're going to play the best of the best of those two artists. And at the end of the show, I want my audience to tell me who's the best of the old school. All right. So we're going to do a double play of poetry, and this is going to start off with Judah, and this is Rivers of Mercy. Bible in my chest, bury me with pictures of my kinfolk, that way my rest will be relative. And even if I should perish in foreign land, shall it be said that you the one rest with his father? Cause I want to bathe in the game. Swim the Euphrates. Float up the Nile, baptize me in the Jordan, make water in Morocco. Mercy must be the language wherever I go. Cause hello, bank when goodbye look the same in every language. Smiles can make the same thing in every place but because I believe in the second coming of Jesus. And that Babylon must burn and that Rome is ungodly and America is unjust. I could be labeled a terrorist by my government because Bin Laden believes the same thing. Sometimes you gotta go beyond what you are taught because you can't use subtraction for bone division. And I can't use your tradition for where I'm going because I want to be that truth planted by many rivers but you want me stuck in your bad lands. In my younger days, I would have willingly been your crusader. Now I know those were bad men. You can call me Anakin or Darth Vader if it makes you feel better But I'ma bring violence back to the force of violence Cannot have it and peace will inhabit the meek Shall inherit the earth We've heard it preached but rarely practiced I'll leave the books to the scholars The gospel of God's living men And they'll keep writing And God will forever be good news And men will continue in the gift of life But what we do with it What we do with it will be between us and God And the scholars will record it But that's me I want to bathe in the Ganges with little Indian men who dwarf like me. Swim in Euphrates with little Arab men whose eyes still wonder like mine. Baptize me in the Jordan with men who pray like me. Make me do Morocco, cause before I come back to the West, I just want to be clean. But if I should perish in foreign lands, know that I've committed my soul to God. And my body to the hands of men. Bury me with no book of scripture, for the word of God is better than the epistle of my heart. Only bury me with pictures of my kinfolk, that way my rest will be relative. And like the kings of old, tell my sons that I rest with my fathers. Tell my sons that I rest with my fathers when I go.
I just check things out and observe the way it goes, like how people in the spotlight front and put on shows like when a brother's in the news for doing something negative, how they're always on the TV screen with their comments to give, to berate them, belittle them, saying, lock them up, throw away the key, they're nothing but some thugs and a menace to society. You see, I don't promote violence or anything like that. I don't have beef with certain type of cats, but like the saying goes, you know, game recognized game. I'm here to give a shout out to the thugs. Can you recognize their name? One time for the thugs. Big timer, Mr. Miami. You got the city on lock, trying to rid the city of all this violence when all the while you're the gun that's cocked, making promises to the people, how you gonna give them a better life, but the cops taking you to jail at two in the morning for beating the hell out of your wife. Joe Carroyo. One time for the thugs. Player, player, Mr. Savior, pack your bags, you're heading out west. See, you're the man they count on most when there's civil unrest. Worldwide, you preach telling your people how important family structure is. But you cheated on your wife, got a woman pregnant, then you denied the kid. Jesse Jackson. One time for the thugs. Hollywood, Hollywood, heading to the Walk of Fame. Everybody thinks you're the real police when they hear your name. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That's your song. You should have thought about that before you killed your wife when you was on the way home. Robert Blake. One time for the thugs. Dressed in white, cross displayed, reputable men of the cloth, working for the Lord, helping to find all of the souls that are lost. You see, action speaks louder than words. That's why you never make much noise. Another reason is because all these years, you've been raping those young little boys. Catholic priest. One time for the thugs. Politicians, politicians, playing that dirty game, giving the people false hope. Kiss that baby, tell them what they want to hear as long as you get that vote. You see, you did the same thing to that pretty young girl when you whispered in her ear. But something went wrong, things got out of hand. Then you made her disappear. Gary Condit. One time for the thugs. Big dog, big dog, leader of the pack. Show these little pups how you ride. You got to be the man to pull one so big. Not city, but nationwide. You got your little flunkies to do their little things and told them you had their protection. Before anyone knew it, it all went down. You stole the presidential election. But that wasn't enough. Your mark wasn't made. You had another nation to spoil. Used chemical weapons as an excuse for war and traded soldiers' lives for oil. George W. Bush Jr. One time for the thugs. You see, I don't promote violence or anything like that. I don't have beef with certain type of cats. But like the saying goes, you know, game recognized game. I'm here to give a shout out to the thugs, did you? Recognize their name. One time for the thugs.
dear Heavenly Father, the King of Kings, the ruler of everything below him. I thank you for the gift to be able to write my poetry, but now it's time for you to be dedicated to poems. Lord, forgive me for my sins and cleanse my soul with your blood. Trap me in a room full of demons and out my mouth let your words flood. Because I don't fear those that turn their destinies against you. They made their choice in their own free will, but about you, they must not have had a clue. We all slip up, but those that know you never leave. So I dedicate this poem to you because you're worthy. Yes, indeed. You said you would not forsake me, and God, I believe that. You said seek me and ye shall find me. Well, I also believe that. But with some of the things I did in your face, you still love me. Now, I can't believe that. Because if I were you and you were me, how would I have to wipe you up off the map? For disrespecting me and biting the hand that feeds you because I created you in a perfect image, but yet you turned into that. That creature that loved everything the devil provided and slowly turned away from me. Lord, I don't see how I'm better than no serpent or rat. But you kept shining your love and grace on me like you do all of your other creatures. And I wanted to say thank you for doing what you do because your work always leaves me speechless. Because without your name, there would be no glory. You're the author and everybody else is just characters in your story. You send messages of pain through me in every poem from beginning to end. To let everybody know about the pains you endured and some that you still hold within of your children. Your creatures going through lust, temptation, and hatred. When loving you is just as easy, but some people make it seem like it's just so sacred. Lord, I just ask you to keep on correcting me. Keep pushing me in the ultimate goal of a believer. Keep perfecting me. My hands are like an old man's hands because I've already lived my life and my body's young because you resurrected me. I got the front line of your army and you got my back, so let's triumph for eternity. Because instead of walking through that valley full of shadows of death, I'd rather fly through that valley with your light in my chest. I remember trading to receive my poetry book for my bulletproof vest. I was a kid when I started, but now I'm older and it's time to finish this quest. Lord, may I ask your words pass through me, be heard in the ears of the deaf. May the blind see your aura, may the premature deceased have breath. And even though he's sneaking, everybody knows that's not a good feature. You said pray for these type of people, so I pray for Bush, God. Put your hands on this country's leader. Bless my family and guide them in whatever ways you may need to. Bless those who believe in you a little bit and save those that even think of you. Lord, patience you... Lord, patience... Lord, patience is what you said I had to learn, and in that characteristic, I feel you correcting me. I thank you for the ability to learn because patience is needed for this poetry CD. Speaking of patience, some religious people often they laugh at me because they think I'm a joke to... Speaking of patience, some religious people laugh at me because they think I'm a joke to your words. They often categorize me without knowing me as that average man standing on the curb. They think I'm in cahoots with the devil and they think they're a little bit better than some perv. I blend in with the heathens. I bet one gets saved if he feels this poem because of what he just heard. I thank you and ask you bless every poet that writes down whatever they have to say. And I thank you for our guardian angels so they can protect us and move whatever obstacles may be in the way. I ask you bless our words and help us spread a message or two for you one way or another. And then bless Florida and Louisiana for hurricanes Andrew and Katrina. And bless yourself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
know God or you don't, just listen to the words. It's called There's a War Going On. There's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. I knew my friends were not on the same spiritual path as me. I knew they didn't understand what it really means to live life differently. Based on the scriptures written on a sheet, you see. And I knew he, well, he didn't understand God's uncompromised word, for it is more than just storytelling of people living way back in the day. It is a blueprint for how we ought to live today. But I compromised my standards over and over again because he, well, he looked like Denzel Washington. And the one after that looked like Jaiman Hansu, so I said, he'll do. And the third one looked like Eric Benet, so I said, hey, we'll make a way. But see, there is a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My spirit man is battling against this flesh. And I know I need to be on my knees in prayer, but I just can't seem to get enough sleep. And my physical body says, hit the snooze, and my spirit man pleads out. You cannot afford to lose out on what God has in store for you, so get up and pray. There's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My spirit man is battling against this flesh because he's calling me to be in church during the week. And I just can't get enough of Thursday night must-see TV. He's calling me to commit to just one ministry. And all I can think is, I'm tired. Let me see. Let me go get me something to eat because, see, there's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see, this physical against the spiritual. And my physical says, buy this bin and Jerry's ice cream. And my spirit man pleads out, please, baby, baby, please, don't you dare pick up another spoon of that macaroni and cheese because my God says has no other gods before him, lowercase g. And that, well, that includes food. But see, there's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. I haven't even read the full book of First and Second Kings, but I can tell you who's on the cover of Ebony, Jet, Essence, and People magazine. There's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My physical versus this spiritual. And my spirit man says, tie, give 10%. But my physical man says, see, I'm trying to go to Aruba this year, and there's just not enough money to do both. There is a war going on, thinking I got to compare what they have to what I have, material things. And I know that my God is not looking at your brand new condo, your property on the East Coast, your bankroll, your 5,000 square foot home, or your two SUVs with chrome. But this world will have you thinking that it's important, and it's not because, see, there's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My physical against the spiritual. And I believe it was an old school rap group, Black Sheep, that said it best. They said, you can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. Oh, y'all remember, you can get with this or you can get with that. And I think you'll choose Christ. Because he, because he, because he 
is where it's at.
the Gap Band, and that was Journey. And we have about 11 minutes left in the show. Uh, tonight's show was the ATL Aftermath with the poetess, Tell All Night. Friday's show upcoming, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., we will do the Battle of Old School. I will have two artists that I will pick out, and we're going to just go head to head with that, with, of course, the um, some new poetry pieces um, for your enjoyment. Again, that show is running Friday, the original Poetry After Dark, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., and I will be doing the Battle of the Old School. All right, we're going to end this last poetry track. We're going to end this with a con. And this one is titled with Mother's Love. When I was 17, my play sister told me that she dated men based on the relationships they had with their mothers. That statement left me dumbfounded like a five-year-old trying to comprehend Marxism. Because before my mother could whisk me away to my first day of school, make me memorize scales on her scarlet oak piano, or teach me the rights, wrongs, facts, fallacies, reasons for love, she died. Your empathy I don't need. I had a grandfather and a grandmother. I was raised well. And even though my grandmother tried to carefully crochet fibers of proper values into my mind, a young black hip-hop team from a city that whites have forgot, that wears his back pockets nod and his bib aimed backwards, finds it hard to relate to a woman who's from an era where blacks can't vote. After football practice one evening, the wings of cancer stripped of her skin before I even had a chance to kiss her cheek goodbye. Your sympathy I don't need, cause for the next seven years, I stood on my grandfather's sandpaper shoulders in my quest for manhood. I gutted every predator disguised as peer pressure. I wore responsibility like it was tailored linen. I hunted lions, put their heads on spears. He told me I was the reason that he made it to 79 years. However, when you're 17 years old and you've been robbed of your own personal mother Mary, that moonlight of male, female relationships feels kind of scary. Nobody to walk you through those first kisses, those first dates, no female model of comparison. So my girlfriend told me for annoyance drips from the tip of her tongue. Con, there's more love than romantic poems and delivered roses. I replied, well, if it is, why don't you show me? Better yet, why don't you teach me? Because I'm 28 going on 60 fast and I doubt if I'm allowed to enter my next life without having love. Proper meaning firmly in my grasp. And I'm sorry I waited so long, but I just put up enough courage to ask someone to help me. I've been in the forest for 10 years, and I still can't tell the birds from the poison ivy. And my best friend, Kareem, called me last night and told me that the most beautiful things about this woman was that she embodied the morals of his mother. And instead of being happy for my friend, I was jealous. Like a six-year-old forced to stay in the classroom during recess. And the main reason I've had problems with meaning this lack of understanding is because it means that I'm not a man yet. Even though I've walked the earth wearing crocodile masks, Teflon skin, father of the seed, worked two jobs at a time, ripped motherfucking spines out they backs. If a man does not know love, he can't call himself a man. So one day, dear, when my mother's tears are trying to pierce through this glass house we call a relationship, and you're looking at me with crimson lines of frustration raining through your eyes, maybe we can pitch a tent in the pecan tree, unlock the book of Corinthians, jar up some fireflies. And you can teach me how to love because I don't want to die not knowing.
Every day, it's like that when we call. 